beautiful people. At some point in this miraculous life, you've probably thought about things that you would have changed if you could go back in time. We all have regrets. And even though we learn from our mistakes, we have a tendency to hold on to our regrets for ages. I regret some of the ways I've treated people in the past, which probably should have resulted in a swift tire iron to my face. I also regret drowning copious amounts of booze and face planting with my undies down under bushes on multiple occasions. I regret the way that I've made people feel around me in support of me. I regret not understanding the regrets that maybe they are going through themselves and getting lost in that miscommunication and ending up in an argument that really shouldn't have happened in the first place if we were just aware of the process that we all go through together. Whatever your regret is, it's okay to let that part of your past go because you can't change what's already done. But you can change what's yet to come. Instead of thinking about what you would have changed in the past, think about what you can change moving forward. If you found out today that you had to live your exact same life all over again, how would you change it from this moment on? Sure. Maybe you've experienced copious amounts of embarrassing fart moments like me. (laughs) Or early 90s haircuts. Or fucking important things up in the past. But none of that matters because it cannot be changed. Look back and laugh. Move forward with an intent to experience the ultimate highs of life. Make decisions in your life that you'd be ecstatic to revisit 10 times over again. Live your life as if you had to live it all over again. I'm Heath Armstrong, and this is Never Stop Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth Composed of stardust with an emotional gut Why you letting conformity slam you up the butt? You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision Build a palace to the moon while your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, make it milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack what you're thinking Fuck no, you'll never stop peeking Heidi ho Ladies, gents, I am sorry about the extended hiatus. Trust me on this. It's been a crazy month for me. Um, You know I'm a very authentic person. I'm open and I'm really free rolling this episode right now because I'm speaking from a deep emotional state. Um, Things sometimes hit us in life that we don't understand. We're not prepared for. You really don't know how to react to them. And luckily, because I study this type of thing so often and I try to bring this type of creativity to the world to help other people get over these experiences, 
I can react in situations myself as a witness and kind of step back and look at what's happening, what the turmoil is, what the fuckery is, and be a better person when I approach that problem. When I went to Alaska a couple weeks ago to do some backpacking, I wasn't really prepared for what was going to happen when I came home. I had a wedding coming up in two months. The Kickstarter just launched. And everything just seemed like it was flowing so perfect after this horrific and, and very tough year that I had in 2017. It was all very, very hard for me. On June 17th, 2018, I wrote this in my journal. All my love keeps on, baby, for you and only you. It keeps on over the hills and under the floods, breaking up winds and settling quakes, shuffling the pieces until they fit perfectly, just to break them all down again and prove that perfect comes in more than one way, more than one sun, more than one moon, and we can dance under them all at once or infinitely separate. It doesn't make much difference to me, Lindsay. All that matters is that you say yes. Now, I write these types of things a lot because... I really feel with the whole of myself a massive amount of love for for Lindsay. And honestly, from my perspective, I thought we had the greatest relationship of all time. I, di- I didn't think it could be any better. In six and a half years, we've had a little amount of fights that could fit on less than two hands. That's not normal for a relationship. Even good relationships have a lot more arguments than that. But I was missing something. I was missing some sort of communication. I didn't see something because when I came home from Alaska, I was picked up and I was told that the wedding was not going to happen. I was told that we need to split. And you can imagine with everything that you've heard me talk about my relationship and and the journey that I've gone through with Lindsay to get to where I am, you can imagine how this could have made me feel. Not only surprised and perplexed and just felt like, you know, a, a train ran me over in the stomach and every single terrible feeling coming down on you at once, crying and agony and, and these types of things, but the most of all it was it was confusion. It was sheer confusion, something I didn't understand. And over the next couple episodes, and as I get back into releasing episodes, I'm going to probably talk about this more and more often, but right now I'm in a situation where I'm I'm in kind of shambles. I'm putting things together to, to hit the road, and I really don't know where I'm going because it's the first time I really, I really haven't had this home base. Lindsay has decided that she needs to work on something personally, develop something personally and internally. And and I could easily get angry. I could get upset and say, look at all the love and the energy that we've invested together and everything that we've accomplished. How can you do this? But because I've practiced this so much, I'm looking at the situation with love 
and open arms and I'm supporting her decision to eject herself and to pull back and and to look internally at what is causing this pain for her and to work towards healing that. You know, intuition is a powerful thing, but it can also be mistaken for resistance and fear. And I have to look at the situation and believe that with my whole heart that that she is following intuition for a reason and is going to bring us back to a new point in life with new growth and new love and new opportunity that maybe would have never been there before. There was something about communication that she wasn't breaking through over the past couple years. And I never knew because she wasn't communicating. And that is the most important thing you could possibly do in a relationship as I look back on our situation. No matter how amazing and perfect that it feels, if there is a lack of communication, if you're holding on to some feeling that you are not, you're not feeling like you can tell and be authentic about to the one person that is supposed to mean the most to you in the world, you have to explore that route. You have to bring it up. You cannot sit on that. You cannot go through with a marriage or a relationship without being completely transparent and authentic. If you're in this situation, if you have a husband or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a wife and you're not being completely open with the way that you feel to them, whether it be you're, maybe you both work from home and, and you get sick of seeing each other or maybe you're not having the greatest sexual life because you're around each other all the time and the attraction seems to be dying or maybe you're just afraid. Maybe you have cold feet. Maybe you're not really sure Maybe you met somebody else and they interest you. But if you truly love one another, you'll be able to explore that and work through it. You'll be, other, you'll be able to sit down without jealousy, without ego, and say, why is this happening? How do we expand this situation? How do we explore this into chaos? And instead of freaking out about the chaos, how do we resolve that? And bring it back around again to strengthen our relationship and grow. So me being my sensitive emotional self. (laughs) Ladies out there, if you run an emotional sensitive guy, there's very few of us. But I promise, I think I've overwhelmed Lindsay with that characteristic. Um, But I just, I care. I love so much. And... Me being this way, I kind of sat down to connect myself to the source, to the muse, and I wrote a new poem that kind of explains to me the overall outlook of how love can be, how things don't necessarily turn out the way that we expect. And I want to read that to you now. So, we pursue the perfect life just as we've always imagined it. But even in this honoring, often we overlook the smiles. We hunt the most colorful flowers when they don't always smell the best, while the most heavenly scents of all spectate as we pass, not even noticing. If we disappear into the sun, 
We may only return with a burn. The source of all our energy sometimes must show her teeth. We should not reach so far, but rather hug what is right here. Understanding that even the best poems at times have no rhymes. Even the wisest masters tire and fold into their students. And the strongest loves of all, they take a step back just to breathe. So I had to vent that a little bit. Um, I don't know what's happening. I'm moving forward. I, I'm, I'm figuring this out one step at a time. And in this process, I've kind of figured out how to reconnect to the, the altar of the spiritual world that the creative gods place all around us that we're not, we're not necessarily aware of. So I painted for the first time the other day. It was a beautiful mess of colors. Certainly nothing anybody with appreciation for art talent would admire, but the colors, they blended. I created something that wasn't in this world before. I channeled energy from the universe into a shade, shades really, and shapes matching the reflection of this luscious planet. It was not the painting that I viewed as the reward, though. It was the act of painting. I started something new, and that always takes guts. I triggered new thoughts and emotions and experiences by dipping and smearing the brush. It's the very root habit of creativity. Are you afraid to do something new? Are you afraid to explore a new type of relationship? or to explore the authenticity in your relationship right now? Look, I went 10, 10 plus years thinking about painting, but I was always too in love with my ego to try it. I knew the result wouldn't pass the eye test, but I thought it would make me feel like a failure if I did it. I lived most of my life hiding from anything I didn't think I would be great at. And this is a poisonous route to take. Are you drinking that poison? Look at how this works in relationships too. What are you hiding from? Something that scares you. Something that you think is going to turn over a leaf that causes more pain for you or your partner. This is a poisonous route to ignore. Are you drinking the poison too? When you try something new, it's the baseline for opportunity. If you remove the ego, you also remove your judgments. Instead of scolding yourself and feeling not good enough, you should admire the act of creating in itself. Have no mind on what the output is. The act of creating in itself is the divine habit. It's the portal to a happy and free soul. It's the feeling of truly being alive. You must understand that if you create, you will evolve as a creator. Your creations will evolve alongside that. At first, they may seem stupid or ugly or worthless. 
Or maybe your relationship will seem hard and stiff and boring, but every great creation is the result of a thousand trials that weren't so beautiful. Every great relationship is the result of a thousand conversations to diagnose the pain points and the confusion that doesn't seem so beautiful. Nonetheless, each one of those trials is supplied with the energy by the previous trial. The final creation cannot be what it is without each step along the way. That is how life is. You are a creation. Every thought of every experience of every moment of every day is a continuation of your ultimate creative manifestation. This moment, just as the last, is a pit stop for fuel on your mission to the space of ultimate highness. To become one with your purpose, with your passion, with your spirit, you must be willing to eat shit at the bottom line. Be proud of not knowing what the fuck you are doing. Be happy to make a mess, to test the waters, to bust open your fucking wounds and attack the next challenge. Be open to exploring those pain points that make you feel like shit, that make you feel jealous, that make you feel confused. There isn't one happy or free being out there or one happy and free relationship that didn't start by licking scum off the ground and figuring it out. The lower you start, the higher you can go. The more you show up, the more you will fuel your creations. Colors will expand to new shades. Words will turn into libraries. Voices will echo through the infinite canyons of the heavens around your beautiful head. At the edge of your seat, you must create. You must rage through your doubts. You must explore. You must push forward. You must smear the blood on the canvas. There are those who will never, never, ever, ever arrive due to fear and conformity and folding. You are not one of those. You are not one of those. You will not fold to fear and conformity. You are a habit of your creations. You are the fire of a torch that has been burning resistance before time even existed. You are of the highest power. And if you can enter your battle with honor and respect, no matter what kind of shit you're eating at the bottom, you've already won the war. I know this is a shorter episode and I'm going to cut it off now. I've got a lot on my mind. Um, I've got an awesome episode with Mary Shores coming up. I'll get that out soon. I can't promise a date, um, but I am recording it tomorrow. So hopefully I'll get it out right afterwards. And I'm just curious as to what all of you think about this topic. What kind of depths you've been stuck in and, and how you've climbed out of them. How do you manage this type of thing? Hit me up at heath at fistpumps.com. You can contact me through my website, heatharmstrong.com. 
Uh, I'm at Heath Fist Pumps on social media. For everybody that reaches out to me, you have no idea how incredible it is to to open your emails and to engage with you and have these conversations. I learn just as much from you as you could possibly learn from me. And I love every minute of it. The Sweet Ass Domination deck is in fulfillment. Uh, we have them. They just got done printed from the Kickstarter. You can go to RageCreate.com to check that out. I'm fucking pumped to get these to you all. I know that it's a seed that's going to plant an amazing amount of motivation in your magical little hands. And you're going to go out and rage and create things and share them with other people. And it's going to inspire them to rage and create things and share them with other people. And this is going to be one giant, beautiful fucking web of sexiness all straight from the source. Believe. Believe that. You can pre-order the deck if you missed the Kickstarter at RageCreate.com. Um, share this episode. If you feel like people need to hear it, share it. If you leave a review on iTunes or you leave a review for the Sweet Ass Journal, if you're interested in, in that, if you already have that, it's a system for developing your personal foundation for freedom so that you can then move into creating a business foundation for freedom. You can check the Sweet Ass Journal out.com, the Sweet Ass Journal out at Amazon. Um, or sweetassjournal.com. If you leave a review for that on Amazon or you leave a review for this on iTunes, I do donate $2 to the Help International Foundation for the school that I work with in Uganda. And if anybody wants to leave a voicemail for the show, go to heatharmstrong.com forward slash voice. And that's about it. Todd's not in today. Um, Last I heard, he was down in New Orleans with a limo and a bunch of blow-up dolls and some weird chocolate oils. Uh, he left me a couple voicemails, and I hear he's been prank-calling people, so uh, watch out for that. And, yeah, so stay tuned for the next episode, and I really, really appreciate all of you tuning in. Uh, much love. Peace. There's a place called space and it's got the magic There's a place called space and it's got the balls There's a place called space and it's got the passion There's a place called space where we can smash the walls There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity And the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth In this place called space we'll build a fast